What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 124 of the Massive Breakdown Podcast. We have a very great episode for you tonight. We're going to be talking about Guardian Con. We're going to be talking about some changes. Well, one particular change that is coming to the Menagerie. Uh, but this is pretty much going to be a short episode. We are the week prior to Guardian Con. We are not going to be recording a Massive Breakdown episode for you guys next week because we will be traveling down to Orlando for the Guardian Con convention. So we're going to be talking about our plans, uh, talking about how you can meet us, or about some really cool things you can get from us. Even if you don't have the opportunity to attend Guardian Con, we're going to be bringing back some really great swag from there that we're going to be giving away uh, for the kids, as they say. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. First, let's get the introduction out of the way. As always, I'm your host, Mercules, joined tonight by Kit Kutcha. And how are you doing tonight, Kit? Uh, you know, I cannot, I cannot complain despite my best efforts. Um, it's, it's, been a tough, it's been a tough week for me uh, finding the time to play Destiny. It's also been a tough week for me discovering that apparently the Truth Quest only drops from a specific boss in the Menagerie, which is something that I, I apparently missed on the interwebs. Uh, probably because everybody got it. Uh, right away and I, I missed that boat and thought well I'll just I'll just get it when I have a chance and uh, <laughs> I did a whole bunch of menagerie runs and I'm like why, why am I not getting this and then someone's like oh I, I think maybe it's just the ogre boss and spoiler alert guys it is it's just the ogre boss. I actually did not know that but it's because I got it my very first menagerie run yeah after it came out so the proper yeah. way the proper way to do it so um, next week, I hear the ogre boss should be back, and uh, logically, I will have a couple of days to play, and then I will, I will be in Florida, where unfortunately, because I don't have Google Stadia yet, I cannot play. Well, if it if it makes you feel better, I also cannot play <laughs> because. My girlfriend is not happy uh, when I take the Xbox One away from the house. That's what she watches Netflix on. Uh, ah. on our tv in our living room so i yes. took it with me on a work trip once and she invited all of her girlfriends over for a night of the bachelor and there was no capability of them watching it on tv and she was Ooh. not very happy with that so let me you you need a chromecast you need a chromecast 35 bucks take it anywhere it's worth it or leave it at home better in this case yeah that's what i would do but what i'm actually going to do is i'm going to bring down an n64 Okay. Uh, and we're going to play some that's Super Smash Bros. The original, the original Super Smash Bros. So that's what we're going to do. But before we get into our Guardian Con plans, uh, we're going to flip the script a little bit, as Kutcha says, and we're going to put some stuff at the beginning that we normally put at the end. So we're going to read out the... Uh, we have an iTunes review that was left for us this most recent week. Uh, it is Wasted by Scotch. Last Friday, he said, Great podcast, five stars. I really enjoy listening to the podcast. The information you put out there is great and a breath of fresh air when it is different from what people are saying on Reddit most of the time. That's just an echo chamber. Your weapon breakdowns and ways to play PvP are great for a PvP noob like myself. I was one of those people that always held on to my super, but when you said to use the super right when you get them, it makes a lot of sense. Keep up the good work, you guys. And then he lists his Xbox Live Gamertag, Wasted by Scotch. Which nice. is a great Xbox Live gamer tag. It is. Uh, if I if I have to say so. So remember, guys, if you want to have your review read out uh, on the air, all you have to do is leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It does not have to be a five star review, although we do prefer five star reviews. You can leave whatever review you want, and we will read it out loud. And if it is a five star review, we will say thank you very much. If it is not a five star review, we will probably argue with you. <laughs> um, which is which is great because uh, you know. Uh, it's not great, actually. Five-star reviews really help us out. Um, but if they aren't five stars, you're being be honest, you know. Do you. Um, but what I, want, what I also wanted to add to that is if you are not in the United States, um, 
We will eventually see your review when our aggregation service works and finds it. Um, yeah. You can speed that process up by hitting us up in Discord. Just uh, just drop it in the podcast feedback channel or DM. Actually, probably better to just DM one of us so we can find it uh, a week later when we get around to reading it. And uh, just let us know you left the review, what the stars are, what your comments were. Um, again, any number of stars, but you know, uh, be be honest with us. Let let us know what you think and let people know what you think, especially if you enjoy this podcast. Doing that helps us out a ton. Speaking of people that help us out a ton, let's segue over to our patrons. Got to say a big thank you to all the patrons. You guys have been super supportive. And uh, I want to, I want to, well, I'm going to throw a special thank you actually out first to, uh, to Zenso, Cal, and Goose, our sponsors. You guys have done uh, above and beyond what anyone reasonably expected to help support this podcast. We appreciate you. And we owe everybody an IRL cast, a bonus episode this month that somehow scheduling-wise just never quite happened. We are going to record that. The plan currently is Tuesday. So if you're listening to this, just whenever the next Tuesday is, go find it and listen to it because it'll be up by then. Ish. Yeah. Well, it, what happened is we moved our recording time and day back to Thursday from Wednesday, yeah. uh, which means that I, what we used to do is we used to record Wednesday, edit Thursday, release Friday. Now we record and edit Thursday, which means it's been very, very difficult to, to slip an in real life podcast of an hour or more in there because I just don't have the time Thursday night anymore. But this is the sacrifice we make so that we can talk yeah. about the TWAB. Uh, as usual, the TWAB has betrayed <laughs> us and given us almost no info, and the only bit of info it did give us was not good, so we'll talk about that in a second. But Before we jump to that, I do also want to say a quick welcome and thank you to two new patrons. Uh, we've got Corrugated Fox and Birano, both also uh, new Discord members. So big thank you and welcome to both of them. Hope you guys enjoy the Discord and continue to enjoy the podcast. Corgate Fox has taken full advantage of the Discord. I have seen his name pop up probably more than anybody else uh, in the in the past week. So uh, welcome, Corgate Fox. Thank you for becoming a patron, and I hope you enjoy the Discord. I think we've got a really fantastic community in there. Usually we shout them out at the end of the podcast or randomly throughout the podcast, but remember, guys, if you are looking for a like-minded community of people to help you uh, judge your roles or talk about Destiny Science or really just talk about the game at all or even talk about the podcast, the Destiny Massive Breakdown Podcast Discord uh, is definitely the place for you. It's also a great place to talk about some spicy brews, but we'll uh, we'll maybe save that for an IRL cast down the road. Um, yeah. The next IRL cast is gonna be Marvel, yes. right? That's what that's what got voted on. That was so vote. Tuesday, yeah. So you guys aren't gonna get a massive breakdown podcast next week, but you will get a an in real life cast next week, and we're gonna talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. So I'm very excited about that. For sure. I think we're gonna we're gonna go over our top five favorite movies and, and discuss why they are our favorite movies. It's it's a good plan. I've I've got a, I've got some thinking to do uh, on that front. But we'll uh, we'll come back to that. Let's uh let's talk a little bit about Guardian Con and, and the TWAB, which really uh, didn't give us a whole lot. Well let's get the TWAB out of the way first because you always want to do bad news first. You can end <laughs> on a high note. So Basically, the only thing of worth that we were given in the TWAB uh, this week was that they are finally going to the patch that chest glitch in the Menagerie. Um, so as of July 9th, you will no longer be able to open up unlimited chest. I'm not really particularly happy with this. I feel like the same problem is going to happen that happened with original Gambit, where 20 to 30 minutes is just way too long to spend on a single Legendary. Yeah. Um, 
even if you get some say in what it is, there are so many role combinations that you're still really unlikely to get the role that you want. My suggestion would be to compromise and put three chests at the end. And you could just open up three chests because it's not as much as you're farming right now, but at the same time, doing all that stuff for uh, for three chests, I feel like, is a lot more worthwhile than doing it for just one. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I don't think this is going to go over well with the community. In fact, I know with 100% certainty that it's not going to go over well with the community because the honest to God truth is, even with opening it five times, people were still playing this shit daily and still grinding out roles. It just made it more likely that you were going to get the role that you want. Yeah. And you've kind of given us something and now you're going to take it away. It's not going to make people happy. Yeah. It's uh, It goes back to, to reach back, as I like to do, to a very, very old episode. It goes back to the, you know, we're, we're a bunch of monkeys in cages and they're, they're giving us grapes and then the next day they're giving us lettuce and we're going to throw that, we're going to throw that back in their faces uh, because it just, it doesn't feel good. You get something you like and then they want to give you something that, that isn't as good. I mean, it's just, and it's going to make it that much worse. So it's too bad. Uh, it's kind of fun. You know, it's kind of a fun little like end like, like it's it's kind of a victory lap is the way I think about it. Like you're just sort of like running back and forth grabbing loot. Would it be great if they just gave it all to us right there? Sure. Like I don't have a problem either way. Um, I think, like you said though, it is a mistake to just flat out go down to one because that is definitely going to kill motivation. Now I think their intent is for us to get extra stuff. Obviously if you're leveling up your chalice, you can get additional drops, but it's still just not that much and i think you have to do it i believe through the chalice you have to do a separate run for each drop so it's uh i don't know it is what it is we'll uh we'll complain yeah. about it on the internet and maybe it'll get changed personally uh, i would hope it, that they would if, change if we're it, picking honestly. i feel like given the plot of destiny right now it should be nine chests i'm just saying yeah, it's, isn't this the season of opulence, not the season of yeah. stinginess or whatever it is like that? Like, aren't we supposed to be rolling in loot? Uh, and honestly, I feel um, like on PC, if you had the right macros, you could probably get nine chests right now. So it's only fair that the console plebes uh, share the wealth. That's, that's, you know, that's how I feel, so... Yeah, um, but that's that's enough of that. Uh, as usual, the TWAP has betrayed <laughs> us, and our delaying one day to talk about it has done really nothing of note. Uh, but what we do have to talk about that we're really excited about is Guardian Con. So I obviously was not able to go to Guardian Con last year because I was out in Seattle, which I feel like is a great reason to not go to Guardian Con. But the year prior, both of us went, and we did a really cool thing where we got a deck of cards signed by a bunch of famous members in the community, and then we did a raffle on Tiltify.com where all the money that you... Donate goes directly to a charity, so it never even passes through us. Uh, and we raffled off the reward, which was an entire deck of massive breakdown playing cards signed by really cool you know, people in the community. Uh, and we also gave away t-shirts and booklets and you know, a bunch of rewards for donating various levels. And I think this year, we're going to try to do it uh, even bigger. We have a, a set of three canvas prints of a hunter, a warlock, and a titan that we're going to get signed. Uh, they are black backgrounds with white prints on them. We're going to have a white and a, maybe a silver Sharpie that people will be able to sign them in. So it's going to be a full set of three prints that's going to be the grand prize. Uh, and then we also have two decks of cards. And, you know, we may throw in some other stuff in there too. Uh, we talked about doing some of the really cool fleece blankets. I mean, we've got an entire yeah. store full of loot now that we can choose from to give away. But uh, I think last year we did $1,500 yeah, $1, in, in yeah. donations. 
uh, yeah, two years ago we did fifteen hundred dollars in donations, and I don't see any reason we can't get at least that much, maybe two thousand dollars or even more this year. Uh, the the rewards are going to be even better. Um, I, I like to think that we've got a little bit bigger audience than we did two years I mean, ago. We can hope. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, we can hope. Uh, but so what we're going to be doing, guys, is while we're down at Guardian Con, we are definitely going to be uh, gathering signatures on these various rewards. And then when we come back from Guardian Con, we'll take a bunch of pictures, put them up on Tiltify, put them up on Twitter. Uh, we'll give you guys all the, the necessary info about how to enter and how to earn those rewards. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to, to do something for the kids as well. Uh, kind of to, to tack on to what Guardian Con is doing, which is so, so amazing to them. Yeah, yeah, they always they always do it so big, and every year is bigger and bigger. And so um, this is kind of our chance to take part in that and, and kind of give a little bit back in our own small way. So um, definitely keep your eyes eyes out. I've got, I've got two decks of playing cards sitting on my desk right now that I'm really looking forward to uh, uh, getting signed by some awesome people. Um, so... Let us know, by the way, let us know on Twitter if there's somebody that you really want to uh, want us to try to track down. Um, we can definitely try to make those people a priority. Obviously, Guardian, Guardian Con is a chaotic experience. There are guardi- uh, Guardians running all over the place doing all kinds of stuff. But if, if there are some fan favorites out there that we need to track down that maybe we aren't aware of or that we don't know personally, uh, that's something I'm willing to, to make an effort to do. So... Let us know. Hit us up at Destiny MVP with any suggestions. And uh, beyond that, I know Bungie's doing some cool stuff at Guardian Con this year that I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm especially looking forward to going and trying to earn some of these coins that they have. Uh, I'm curious, are you going to be are you going to be gutsy and, and try to get one of the pins? Uh, yeah. I mean, if it's anything like any of the other Bungie events that I've been to, it should be pretty easy <laughs> to win. Honestly, uh, I I think when I was at the Destiny reveal event, Destiny Two, we stacked a team with myself. Uh, I think it was maybe like, oh God, who was it? I know Fallout was one of the people, but it was two other good people. I think it might have been one of the dudes from Crucible Radio and like uh, Ninja with No L or Ramblin or somebody, and we stacked a four man. <laughs> And quick play and just like slaughtered every team that we played against. It was really phenomenal. So I'm probably gonna try to do the same thing again. Dirty. I, I do want one of those coins. You never know. If if we get a couple of them, maybe we'll give some of those away as well, because those are exclusive to Guardian Con. But um yeah. also exclusive to Guardian Con, we have some stickers. Yes. That we're gonna be giving out, which is this is not something we've done before. Uh we haven't really encouraged people to come up to us. We've more been the go up and talk to other people type of thing. But if you're a fan of the podcast or you follow us on Twitter or you follow me on Reddit or anything like that, uh we have a a huge batch of really cool massive breakdown stickers that we're going to be giving out at Guardian Con. So if you see us, don't hesitate to tap us on the shoulder. We're gonna have massive breakdown shirts on with our names on the back. So if you see us from the front or the back, you should be able to recognize us. Uh just come right up to us. And say, hey, what's up, guys? And, and we'll throw you a sticker. And these stickers are are probably going to be Guardian Con exclusives, or at the very least, Guardian Con and the raffle exclusives. So yeah. you're not going to be able to get them. Uh, not going to be able to get them anywhere else. At least not in the particular size and, and branding that we've done for this. Yeah, these are going to be super cool. Um, if you take a look, actually, our store has some some similar items. Um, they're going to be featuring uh, the uh, the art from Alicia Rose. Uh, the phenomenal Hunter, Warlock, and Titan, uh, along with the massive breakdown logo. Um, so these are gonna be pretty sick. I'm I'm really excited to uh, be handing these out to people. Um, kind of excited to get a hold of one to slap on my own laptop. 
So, um, yeah, I'm I'm really, it's kind of cool to have like exclusive stuff to to give people. Um, that's that's not something I ever thought about. Gosh, however many years ago it was that we started doing this. So, oh, like four years ago. Oh, no, it was like three years. Ago. <laughs> I I should know this. All the stuff. I was to say, no way, it was four years ago. I think it was three years ago that we started. Yeah, this. that sounds right. Because it was yeah, it was Destiny One, but it was tail end of Destiny One. So it might. I can actually figure this out right now. <laughs> so we have had podcast in four years. We, it looks like we started in late 2016. We did all of 2017. We did like half of 2018. And now, you know, we've done all of 2019 up until this point. So we have, uh, we have technically been spanning four years. Wow. That's something. That's something. Well, let's, uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Did, uh, did Bungie really give us nothing? it's it's been a dead week and you know what's hilarious is that the game was unplayable today for like seven hours too because i was even home from working granted i was working so i didn't have uh you know a ton of time but i had my one brief break where i was in between portions of the call and i was like i should play some destiny and then i was like oh i can't even do that I turned it on anyways just to see if maybe I could sneak in, but nope, it kept me out. So, I mean, you know, it's been a slow week for Destiny. Heroic Menagerie came out, but it's really nothing to write home about. Season of Opulence has still been a good time. I've been playing an, a butt ton of quick play, trying out a bunch of different guns. I've been sniping, I've been fusion rifling, I've been double primarying, I've been just doing a bunch of stuff. But, you know, really all this week is is the precursor to Guardian Con next week. That's the big thing. Yeah. Bungie's going to be down there. They're going to do a, a live ride-along down there, which I know some of the people are going to be involved with that, and I'm very, very excited to see it. So Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, that's one of the events I'm really psyched for as well is the, the live ride-alongs. I always seem to miss those when they stream them. So I always have to kind of like try to make time to catch, catch them in bits and pieces after the fact. But uh, yeah, definitely can't miss that. Um, speaking though, actually of uh trying out different guns i feel like this might be a good time to segue into a brief uh a brief discussion of the meta um primarily just to highlight like i guess kind of like a a self pat on the back here um for us as a podcast but the meta i i feel like has pretty much fallen out exactly as predicted at this point so taking a look um at the most used weapons in each slot um and this the the order shifts around a little bit on PlayStation and Xbox, and I'm not necessarily going to address PC because it's much smaller, uh, and it's basically the same hand cannons it's always been. Um, so aside from Lord of Wolves, which is eating up a fair percentage of kills, but actually not as many as you might think. Um, but for uh, for consoles, it's basically Last Word, Bygones, Outbreak, Perfected, Ostringer, and then Dustrog Blues. For the only special weapon cracking the top five in kinetic slot. Uh, and then in the energy slot, it's Recluse, Beloved, Luna's Hell, Not Forgotten, and Trust. Again, with the orders kind of flip-flopping a bit based on console. But basically, those ten guns dominating. Uh, getting the vast majority of all kills. Um, and kind of the one thing I just wanted to give us a pat on the back for is... Uh, you know, if you remember back when Luna's and Not Forgotten got nerfed and everybody was freaking out saying it's the end of days and we're like, yeah, they'll be all right. And here they are still still uh, in the top five. 
at worst you'd call them top 10 weapons right now um so it's uh I, I don't know it's it's interesting because it's changed but it also kind of hasn't changed i think i think the only really big shift has been the rise of beloved yeah which is and this is something i talked about the other day on twitter but um we are starting to see the the side effects of the way they treated snipers early in D2. So snipers early in D2, and, and I've said this for a long time, you can go back and listen to the podcast. Snipers in D2, aim assist-wise, have been more forgiving always from the very beginning than they ever were in D1. Yeah, And it was okay because, number one, they were heavy weapons, and number two, because they felt like shit. They were sluggish. They were slow. The handling was bad. The zoom levels, the base zoom levels were really high. So they felt like crap. But their aim assist was insane to the point where you were hitting shots that you really never should have been hitting. The problem is, is that now snipers don't feel like crap anymore. You've got Beloved, you've got Twilight Oath, you've got snipers that have really fast handling speed, a lot of aim assist, uh, low zoom, and they have tons of bullet magnetism. They're so forgiving. And so what you're seeing is a bunch of people who were brought in by the revoke request, tried out Beloved, and we're like, wow, this sniper has low zoom just like D1. It has fast handling just like D1, but it's way more forgiving and missed shots than any of the snipers were in D1. Oh, this is easy. And you're starting to see the side effects of what happens when you buff stats across the board and you don't uh, affect the, the, rest of the, the rest of the weapon, right? So my thing is, and this is probably the most unpopular opinion that I've ever stated, but I honestly, straight up, I think sniping is way too easy in D2. I think it is like laughably easy uh, compared to how it was in D1. I think it's way too rewarding. And people are like, oh, you just want snipers nerfed. You want to go back to a shotgun play, you know, playground. No, I don't. I hate shotguns. Yep. Always have hated shotguns. But this is coming from someone who had, you know, 20,000 plus sniper kills in D1. Sniping is way too easy in D2. It's just flat out way too easy. It is too rewarding for how difficult the guns are to use. If a gun is going to have massive amounts of bullet magnetism, it needs to be because the gun's not really that great. If the gun is really great statistically, it should not have massive amounts of bullet magnetism. And that's the problem that we have with Beloved. And for those of you who are saying, oh, the bullet magnetism's not that bad. I've got a bunch of clips saved on my Xbox of me testing in private matches exactly how far away you can be from the head to get a headshot. You do not have to even be touching the head. You can be sitting somewhere over their shoulder and pull the trigger and it's going to count as a headshot. You can be aiming almost as high as the health bar above their head and get headshots depending on the gun you're using. It is insanely forgiving. And, you know, I everybody thinks it's a nice change of pace now. Right. But this is coming from someone who doesn't like shotguns. The most enjoyable meta in the game is not the meta where everybody is laning with a sniper rifle yeah we saw we saw this in d1 and it wasn't very fun we saw it in d2 except for with, instead of sniper rifles they were using mida and graviton lance but when the meta shifts towards a majority of players playing super passive it's not a fun meta i'm not saying that i want nine out of ten players to be shotgun apes but i am one of the firm firm believers that the largest segment of players need to be using shotguns because they are oftentimes the most exciting gun to use in the meta because they promote an aggressive play style a brainless play style yes but an aggressive play style 
And that keeps the matches moving. It keeps the things going quickly. If everybody sits back in Convergence's waterfall hallway, it's not very much fun. It's slow. Well, the good news, at least at least so far, is that generally speaking, the recluse is still winning out over Beloved for uh, for kills. But that may change uh, as more people get their hands on a decent Beloved role. Um, the recluse is what it is. Uh, it's it's a monster, and you know, as more people get their hands on it, obviously, it's only going to become more prevalent. But um, I don't know. It's uh, we're we're in a a bit of a crossroads here where the meta can kind of go a couple of different ways. We've got a couple of weapons that are, that are making strong pushes and that, that are in a position right now to, uh, come across as potentially, uh, overpowered. So I guess we'll, uh, we'll kind of see how that shakes out. The one nice thing though, is that I am seeing a lot of kills from primary weapons, a lot of primary gun battles, are happening and uh, that's fun and it's nice also that they aren't all handkins we do at least have some pulse rifles getting representation in there in pvp so um at the very least on console we can't complain about that uh, we've got right now a fair amount of variety in terms of what you might get killed by as compared with any number of previous incredibly stale metas so that's something for me that I think, and I think for a lot of people, it's nice to see your kill feed not be the same gun all match long. Match after match. You know, it's so nice to not see Luna's Hell in my kill feed right now. Um, and, you know, it's still there. Some people are still using it, but it's dropped off so much. And uh, it's just refreshing to not have the same bang, bang, bang. Well, crap, I couldn't have won that encounter. So... No, the the changes to Luna's Out and Not Forgotten have opened up a world of variety in, in PvP, at least on console right now. It's it's truly, truly amazing how much variety there is, and not not in high level comp necessarily, but in quick play, I'm seeing more variety than I think I've ever seen at any point in Destiny's life. Um, I'm not saying that I think the sandbox is where it needs to be. I think there's still a decent amount of problems. Super damage resistance being one that we yep. know that they're going to look at. Uh, but realistically, as far as the freedom to run, not any archetype, because a lot of archetypes are still very weak, but at least almost any class, you can find a gun from any class. Even auto rifles have Surus Regime and Cerberus. I mean, they're not bad. Surus Regime is good. Straight up, it's flat out good. Cerberus is massively underrated, in my opinion, and is also quite powerful. Yeah, it's, it's situationally super strong. Yeah, you've got a ton of pulse rifles that are viable. You've got a ton of hand cans that are viable. Uh, you've got an SMG that's viable in the Recluse. You don't necessarily really have sidearms that are viable, and you don't necessarily have scout rifles that are viable. But the fact that we have you know three or four primary weapon classes that are usable right now, and within those weapon classes, we have multiple, the exception of SMGs, but we have multiple options, is means that we're better than at least you know, 80% of destiny two metas Yeah, where we only had one or two <laughs> options from one class, right? Like the thorn last word meta, the messenger meta, the Mida meta, the graviton Lance vigilance wing meta, right? Like generally we only have one or two options. So the fact that we have, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 options is, is quite amazing. 
and I'm really, really happy with it. It's definitely increased my enjoyment of quick play. I've been playing more uh, than I have at any point since basically since Forsaken. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I mean it's it's good it's good to bring up the uh, the super damage resistance because that is a bit of a problem, and with pinnacle weapons being being brought down a little bit in effectiveness. You know what the message we're generally getting from Bungie is that they don't want weapons to be more lethal than this, and you know it is what it is for right now. So I'm really happy that they have stated that they're looking at you know bringing uh, bringing super damage resistance down uh, closer to in line with some of the lower numbers, and I hope that they act on that in the near future. I hope that we see something come out of that in the next couple of months, um, because. I mean the Lord of Wolves situation, while you know frustrating, and certainly I'm I'm sure very frustrating, uh, especially for skilled players on PC. Uh, it it did something to highlight that, you know, and they acknowledge that hey, this this is kind of <laughs> this has made us aware that if people have an opportunity to combat supers, they'll take it. They don't want to run away. They they want to be able to fight back. Um, so. I think that's a good thing, um, and I think uh, I think the uh, the week of the wolves or whatever the the couple weeks of the wolves, whatever you want to call it, uh, I think it's been good for the game in that regard. And certainly, it's always good to kind of shake things up if it's short term with something like that, with a situation that's clearly overpowered. You don't want it to go on and on, uh, but you know if it's a week or so, that's that's tolerable, especially if you know that a fix is coming. So. Absolutely. Well, I don't know about you, uh, but I am ready to call this one a mini episode. Yeah. Uh, our second mini episode in, in a month, basically, because we did a Charles mini episode five episodes back, I think. Uh, but honestly, I'm just I'm ready and raring to go to, to get to Guardian Con and to start meeting some people. I know we're we're staying with a couple of really cool people from the Discord uh, in, in our Airbnb. We're going to be sharing it with them. So I'm stoked and excited to shake some hands and and meet some people and say hello and take some pictures and give out some stickers and get some signatures so i'm ready for all that and uh and i don't mind calling this episode early we don't have a ton to talk about tonight it's just destiny's in a good place people are happy and things are going well yeah yeah i'm i think that's a good spot <laughs> knock on wood always uh yeah i don't have anything else to say at this point i think we've covered everything we needed to and uh, hopefully, we'll be seeing you guys next week at Guardian Con. All righty. Later, Guardians. Uh, we will see you not on the podcast, but hopefully in person next week. Bye. Peace.